Hello, I'm Rachel Richards and welcome to Teenagers Untangle, the audio hug where we use research by experts and our own experience to discuss everything and anything to do with parenting teenagers. Hi there, I'm Susie Asley, mindfulness coach, mindful therapist and musician and mother of three teenagers, two of them are twins. As a parenting coach and mother of teens, I've seen the transformative power of getting people together to share ideas and support each other. So here we are. Welcome to our club. This time, we're going to talk about the enormous stress of parenting and how we can better deal with it. But let's start with our nuggets of wisdom that we gained this week. Go on, Susie, what do you think? Well, my eldest is doing A-level mocks, so his final exams. um, He's doing one right now. (laughs) And he is not the biggest fan of mindfulness. <laughs> Cause it, well, no, he's he's realised now actually. But to start with, it was you know that old waffle that we were. Yeah, and um, I taught him very many years ago about the idea that when we're in a stressful situation, particularly an exam, our brain sometimes switches off and we can't think, so we go blank. We all experience that. And what we do is, if we don't know these this little tip. We try and think and think and think and think and our brain goes, is it gone into fight, flight, freeze? We can't think anymore. The thinking part of our brain is switched off because we just need to escape or do whatever the fight, flight, freeze symptom is. Um, And what we need to do is the opposite. We need to calm our system down. So breathing is the best way to do that. So breathe for a minute, just a minute. And then it tells our system, we trick our system, our, our nervous system goes, oh, Oh, she's breathing calmer again. Oh, oh, the danger must have passed. Right. Um, yes. And then it's able, the thinking part of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, switches back on again because the danger, it thinks the danger love has it. passed. We can reflect and think again and you can do your exam. Oh, I love that. And so I was in the car yesterday and he was doing his physics A-level, which he's really not enjoying. <laughs> it's really, really hard. And I said, don't forget about the breathing in physics if you're, you know, if you get stuck and your mind switches off. And I asked him today, I said, oh, how did you get on in physics? And, and he, he, I said, did you, did you have to use the breathing? Did it come up? And he went, yeah, twice. Mm. Um, I said, oh, did, did it help? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't, he, he, he really didn't believe in it to start with. He knows it, he knows it helps and works now. But he, so for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, you, you literally breathe for a minute, just calm breaths. Mm. And maybe you need two minutes, but a minute should be enough. Um, and you're, you're bringing your system back into balance. It's There's funny. a app that was produced, I think, off the top of my head, it was by the Navy, mm. which is something called Breathe Something. I'll put it into the yep. podcast notes. And I downloaded this the other day. And I just thought, yeah, that's going to be rubbish. I mean, yep. Even me, you know, and I'm, I do yoga and things like that. Yep. Um, but somehow I just thought, yeah, it's not really going to work. Yep. But it has a, a visual. Yes. And, you, and you watch it yep. and you have to breathe in line with yep. it. And in 18 breaths, I just thought, wow, it actually yeah. works. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, you're regulating yes. the system. Yes, it's Some amazing. Some kids actually and adults, but you can do finger breathing, which is tracing around your hand as we you do breathe that for in a yoga. minute. Yes. And that's, um, I think for teenagers particularly, because mm-hmm. you're doing something, you're not just breathing, yeah. it can be really helpful. Yeah, which is why they, add, they have the app, but you can't have an app in every No, every, no, be, no, I think that's a really yeah. good one. Breathing, tracing as you're your tracing fingers. around your fingers. Just breathe Love up it. the digit, breathe up, you're going up the digit, breathing out, you're going down, just at your yes. normal breathing speed. Yes, like it. Yeah, I love that. So um, for me, my daughter met up with some friends in London, called me to say she'd be getting back later because she wanted to have more time. This doesn't happen very often, doesn't see her friends that often. I thought that's fantastic. Yeah, no problem. I don't mind at all. Now, she was supposed to get a lift from another parent at 6.30, but I got a panicked call to say 
the train had been replaced by buses, this this didn't just happen. This was all afternoon, but mm. she hadn't checked that and noticed it. Yeah. And that would make a significant difference. In fact, she'd completely missed the lift that she was supposed to have, which would mean that we as family parents would have to take her instead of the lift she was supposed to be in. So it, initially, I just thought, oh, mm. But I decided to focus on the fact that she'd done some great things, which was, first of all, she checked in with me earlier on and to tell me she was going to be later. Yeah. And secondly, that she called me in a panic yes. and to, to get some support. And, um, I, you know, she tried to help get me to help her problem solve. And I, you know, we said, yeah, you can do it, you can do it. And she actually managed to get a result from somebody else. Mm. And she crossed London to get to a different train station, caught a train, got back late but not so late that she missed the ride mm. and the, in the meantime she'd called the parent that was going to give her the lift and fixed it amazing so i had to do nothing Brilliant. and i looked at this situation and i thought gosh that was one of those situations where my initial response was quite irritated yeah that this was for god's sake you know she should have looked at the times yeah. to completely flipping it to thinking wow look at what she has learned from that experience yeah. and how well she managed that what a great kid. Yeah. And sometimes it's about the language we use in our own heads about our children yeah. and and feedback to them. So not only that, I actually explicitly said to her, wow, I'm so impressed mm. with how you manage that really tricky situation. Ignore the other stuff. Yeah, but and she's really proud. Is, she's really proud. And the fact is she's learning to cope. And I, I could, I in the past, I would have checked those train times and things. Mm. But I thought, no, I'm not going to do that yeah. because she's... Old enough, but young enough. She's young mm. enough to be at home with me where I can support her if yeah. things go wrong. And she's old enough to try and fix this yeah. stuff for herself. So yeah. it, was, it was a really good experience. Yeah, and it's easily done as well, isn't it? Oh, yeah. We've all done it. Brilliant. Amazing. Right. We've also had a review from Jamie Fair from America about our nuggets. Ah. Jamie described our podcast as superb and went on to say, loving the show. I find it helpful, practical and real. I like the nuggets, mm. the research and the personal stories. Keep it up. Yay. Thank oh, you. that was lovely. Thank yeah. you, Jamie. Now, back to stress. Libby told me that she's really struggling at the moment. She gets personal, physical space, but she's always busy. Mm. But the mental break is almost impossible. Mm, it's very 24 7 mum zone. And when, when she'd said that, she then went on to minimize her own experience by saying, Many mums, I know many mums are far busier and under much greater stress. Yeah. Mm, we've all done that, haven't we? We've yes. all looked at our own situation and gone, Oh, yeah, but I'm moaning, but they've got 12 children. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. they've got them. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I've got help. They have it. You know, we all sit there and go, Well, I'm the bad person here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of, I mean, that's, this is what I work with on a daily basis. I think the, the, the narrative behind, you know, that we take care of ourselves as mothers or fathers it has changed. So we recognize that we do need, you know, that great term self-care <laughs> um but it's still as an afterthought mm. um so we we'll take care of ourselves if we've done everything else first mm. so we'll have you know have that do that have that luxury treat or whatever it is that we choose to to have as our self-care we'll do that but we've got to do that 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 first and then if there's times which also often doesn't happen or it's half-hearted because actually we're a bit too tired to even take care of ourselves um it's afterthought so it's not a priority whereas what needs to happen is that the self-care needs to come first because mm. and that feels way too self-indulgent still in the narrative and like we're we, we shouldn't be doing that first we should be you know the nurturers of the others first but if we take care of ourselves first then 
we are better mothers, we're better fathers, we're better nurturers mm. because we have more to give. You know, it's a classic as, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel. If we fill our buckets, we have more to give. Um, and fl that flipped. If our bucket is empty, actually, we're probably not very good parents because we're more reactive, mm. we're snappy. We are giving um, our kids the signal that it's okay not to take care of ourselves. And we're probably not doing everything as well. We're definitely not as present as we would otherwise be. Mm. So it's 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 a it's a bad um, thing to be setting. So we need to change the order of it. It needs to come first. Mm. Yeah. And on a flight, they always say, put the oxygen mask on yourself yeah. first. And we, we kind of know it all. It, it's <laughs> Yeah, we do. We, we yes. know it all, but it still hasn't trickled through. I saw another mother anonymously post that everyone sees her and her kids as perfect. Mm but that it's a lie and she's at breaking point. Oh, and I just thought, gosh. God, what, what it must be like to live in that life. Yeah, That's, yeah. that's horrific, actually, yeah. like looking over that fence. Yeah. So, and it's hard because, I mean, I practice this. I teach this. I, this is my work. And I have to practice it and I don't always get it right. I will be, because I'm on my own with my kids, I will be putting them first. And of course, I would, I do that. And But I have to remember and sort of tell myself, no, I have to take care of myself for them not just for me but for them as well yeah i think it's a great point so when i wanted to look into this i thought you know what let's start with how important is parenting how <laughs> how significant no no not to undermine it because it actually obviously it's really important yeah. but you know how much of a massive impact are you having on right, your kids yep. right and there was a survey done in the uk after in i think it was 1946 over one week where they interviewed 14,000, they used 14,000 detailed questionnaires of mothers who to find out how they were coping with a, a war-ravaged country. Mm -hmm. And then they continued repeatedly surveying their kids. Yeah. So over 70, around 70,000 kids, and they moved through their lives through this time period up oh. to the age of 70. I remember that. Amazing. Incredible, right? So this is a this is the biggest study they've had of this, and they what they wanted to do was find out basically what works and what doesn't in terms of parenting. You know, their Great. life. Give us the answers. Yeah, right. So it's actually <laughs> simpler than we think. Um, <laughs> so scientists can say with a hundred percent certainty that certain in interventions cause better outcomes. Yeah. Right. Talking and listening to your kids, mm -hmm. and science shows quality time which means just quiet moments where you actually really listen and respond to them, mm. which can be 15 minutes. Yes. That's, that's what it can take. Yes. But it has to be completely engaged, listening to them and responding to them. Making it clear that you have ambitions and you care about their future. Being emotionally warm. So we can't be emotionally warm if we're complete wreck and we're no. feeling awful ourselves. Right? No, we, we're just reactive then. Yes. Um, encouraging them to read for pleasure because we're talking about teenagers mm -hmm. here. Maintaining a regular bedtime. Oh, whoops, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't do. Yeah, and we're all guilty of this to an extent, but it helps. Yeah. And taking them on excursions and exposing them to new things. That's it. Amazing. That's it. So those are the key things that makes a dif make a difference. Yeah. It's not giving them extra violin lessons. <laughs> it's not. No, no, no serious. I mean, it's really no. serious because we all... We punch ourselves for not yeah. doing the thing. We're looking over a fence thinking, well, they're doing that. They're doing that. Yeah, the house yeah. is really tight. Yeah. But it's not that stuff, okay? No, so, it's and, and we are not supposed to be parenting alone. No. We're just with, with, this is not the way 
that human beings are supposed to evolve. No. And we are increasingly doing this. And we're either doing it alone or we're in a community where like that poor woman who said everyone thinks we're yeah. perfect, but behind the doors we're dying. We have a terrible perfectionist streak, yes. many of us, and, and that is really, really destructive because we think we have to do it all alone and then we feel we can't ask for help because that's a sign of failure. Yes. And it's. Not, I remember as a young mum standing outside the class and waiting to get my child in and another mother said oh my god it's an absolute wreck at home you mm. know I just I can't believe my house is such a mess mm. and I said oh mine too yeah and I just thought you know what let's take away the stress and I yeah. put, I said everyone put your hands up if you left your house in a total mess brilliant and they all did yeah. and I just said can we stop tidying up just before everyone comes yes. around and making it look like our lives are perfect yeah. because I love going around to people's houses when they're messy it's like thank you for being real <laughs> for being real for being and I always say to people this is my compliment to you my house is a mess at the moment yeah exactly it is a compliment (laughs) so trying to support other parents is also really helpful so because then we it it creates a community where so if you see another parent struggling rather than judging them maybe say wow you know that I can see that's really hard I feel that myself sometimes or you know looking for local parenting cooperatives reaching out for help There are lots of online groups, parenting communities. So Facebook has them, Um, you know, have a search if there's anything in particular. I saw a mother talking about how she had um, a child with SEN. There are so many groups you can Mm, join. You know, we don't need to do this alone. No, and the online community is brilliant. I mean, if I was to go back and redo my parenting, I mean, there'd be lots of things I'd do differently. But one of them would be um, would be reaching out for help more. I mean, I had to do I had to learn that when I was on my own with three small kids when they're little and I, I had to learn that sometimes found that really difficult um so that was good learning but I would do it I would do it more and I would probably set up you know looking after each other's kids and yes. you know, things like that it's really easy to do and, and if everyone's in it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant and also you know, what you could do with this podcast is you could suggest it in a group or to other parents yeah. at the school that your kids are at or anything like that and just say why don't we just listen to one of these podcasts yeah. see what it throws up and get together and talk about yeah. it because then it's not person it's not like i've got this problem can you fix no. it but it will then open up people to and presumably if people are listening to the podcast we're all on the same page yeah. we may disagree with what each other's saying yeah. but it gives you a starting point to yeah. to have a conversation yeah. about things and then you can go and have a cup of tea or whatever but yeah. you're right we're not meant to be doing it all alone but our society is is created it so that we we are doing it on our own it's, it's an utter nonsense so there's a national parenting helpline in the united states in the uk there's a young minds org parents helpline mm. web chat web chat i'll put these things yeah. in the the link but don't don't try and do it alone yeah um Brilliant. susie we yes. have a window of tolerance we do so so as parents you know talking about how to look after ourselves yeah. this window of tolerance is critical isn't it explain it us is. explain it to us so this is really, really helpful tool. I think it comes originally from trauma therapy, but lots of um, mindfulness teachers and coaches have sort of adopted it because it's brilliant. And I can, I can send a, we can put it on the in the podcast notes because it's a visual thing I've made as well. Um, and the idea is that we have this window. So we have a band where we kind of go up and down um, because that's life. <laughs> you know, stuff happens, but we can manage it. We we can tolerate it. We We bounce back. Um, at the top of the band is um, what we can call like the red zone where we get stressed, overwhelm, um, kick off, rage, whatever terminology you want to use. And that is called hyper arousal. So we, we 
we can't tolerate it anymore. We're probably shouting at this point or raging internally. Um, and at the bottom end is or underneath is hypo arousal. And that's the opposite where we shut down feelings of shame, depression, um, sort of internal stuff. Um, there some people believe or I think it's it's true to say that if we stay in the top zone for too long, then we go into the to the hypo arousal, the shutdown because we get burnt right, out. Because you crash. You cr- yeah, yes, you, right. we can't be in fight flight freeze for no. that long. It's 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 um it's we get exhausted. But you can also just go straight sense. into hypo arousal. But the idea behind it, and and with mindfulness teaching and awareness teaching, is that um is to notice uh, when we're at the edge. So when we're about to flip out and go into hyper arousal or hyper arousal, what can we do to take care of ourselves? And that comes from like uh, becoming aware of our patterns, our habits, our reactions, so that we know we have a, a, a bigger window where we can make choices. Because once you've fl- flipped out and are shouting at somebody, can't really it's too late it's too <laughs> like late someone going calm down you're not going to either um so we we have to, you have a little pack, uh, toolbox where you know how to to bring yourself back and what's or the toolbox you, oh well, that's all the mindfulness no tools <laughs> of breathing regulation right. knowing that your thoughts aren't facts that they are stuff you're making up so you have all these awareness tools and that's you know they take practice but yeah. some of them are quick and easy to put into place yes so that you can you can stay more within your window of tolerance or that you or at least be aware when you're at the edge and so the trick it really is to be become conscious of okay i'm feeling good right now yes and and then yeah. try trying to keep yourself in that zone and know yeah. learning what the skills are to yes. keep yourself when you're starting to ra- rise up yeah and it's when you get triggered too much. which we all right. do because that's life yes. and we have teenagers yes <laughs> you're going to get triggered and you might have a pattern of maybe you've been depressed before and and that's you can oh gosh that's coming i get these symptoms they're coming back so that you can take better care of yourself and stay more regulated and in balance the the aim isn't to only stay in the window of tolerance we're all human we we flip you know we we go into all of it but to do it less because it's exhausting and it's hard to come back and one of the things that i saw that i thought was actually really helpful was that you can brainstorm so just when you're not in a horrible moment just sit down and brainstorm what causes me stress what is making me feel bad and then look at each of those things and think, is it a real tiger or mm. a paper tiger? Yeah. Is this something that genuinely is 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 making my life yeah. terrible and I, I need to worry about? Or is it something that's stressing me and I can put to some, one side? Yeah, brilliant. I like you could that. burn the paper tiger if you want to. Yeah, but the, the, the stresses that aren't, you can't deal with all of them at yeah, once as no. well. Because I see lots of parents who say, they come and they say, oh, I've got this problem. Yeah. And then when they're giving the backstory, you say, whoa, there's yeah. a lot of things there. So you have to pick. And then we get massively overwhelmed and we yes. don't know where to start. Yes. So you need to pick one thing to deal with yeah. at a time. Again, coming back to our yeah. talk about how you make changes, yeah. you have to, you have to, you can't buy, bite off more than one thing at a time. So pick the other things, put them in a box yeah. Or, you know, a pretend plastic tub yeah, with a lid on yeah. and then just deal with Leave the one it. thing. Yeah. Yes. And a really important question is, and that's also, you know, mindfulness linked to, uh, with awareness is, what do I need? 
What do I mm. need in this moment? So we can we can know that we're overwhelmed. We can know that we're stressed. We can know that maybe things are tricky today. But what do I need? And self care um, is is a, is brilliant. But I think self care, you know, in in the media is is very much been adopted as you know the luxury bubble bath, mm. which it isn't always. <laughs> So if you're really stressed and you go and run yourself a bubble bath and you can have the most expensive bubble bath in the world, if you're really stressed and you've got a list of things you need to get sorted, sometimes that bubble bath will make you feel even worse because you know you've got to do other things. Sometimes it's exactly what you need. But my point is that we need to ask ourselves, what do I need in this moment? Do I need to calm myself down? Do I need to do some breathing practice? Do I need to go for a walk? Do I need to... I don't know, go to watch a movie, read a book, or do I need to actually tidy up that mess in the corner of my kitchen because it's doing my head in? Do I need to have that difficult conversation, write that difficult email because that will bring me peace? Mm. So we need to ask ourselves, what do I need to feel better in this moment? Yes. And um, another thing we can do is to to sort of... Um, divide our normal everyday chores or activities into two columns you can write them down on a piece of paper actually and have one side going activities that are nurturing and on the other side activities that are depleting and that's we're kind of talking more about energy rather than stress Mm. they're all related but it's it feels different anyway and when I do, I do this with clients all the time. And there's often quite a lot of surprise as to how many are on the depleting list. Mm. And they can overlap. So for me, if I'm cooking, I love cooking. And I would put that as a nurturing thing. If I'm running out of time and, and I don't have time to cook properly, then it becomes depleting. So, it, you know, it can be time dependent or other variables. Um, so they can overlap. But Having a look afterwards, kind of looking, okay, I've got more on my depleting list than I'd like. How can I maybe get rid of some or make them shorter or delegate? Well, and a perfect example of that, for example, is the cooking, the way that I turned that from depleting, where it really used to upset me that I would spend ages in the kitchen cooking and then people would turn up and they'd be ungrateful. I actually now demand everyone's in the kitchen with me and they can help. And and in that respect, it now becomes a family event and you know yeah. occasionally I'll say well you're I can see you're working so you can yeah. be somewhere else but 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 then I don't feel alone yeah, no and that's a really nice activity exactly exactly that so we can turn mm. some of those depleting things yes. we can't we can't just not do the depleting things because <laughs> exactly. I mean that would be nice but we are also adults <laughs> like I hate putting washing away so sometimes burn it you know yeah just don't do it <laughs> which is also an option um but the nurturing side is is you know are there things on there that you could maybe they could take up more space more time yeah. or add to so that we're when we're choosing um yes. and it's often the making the list in the first place that is is quite a surprise to people yeah and rationing the exposure that you have to negative thoughts and negative media yes. because even very brief exposure to negative emotional content activates the stress circuits in the brain causing even more anxiety and gloom mm. so you know an angry comment an unpleasant reminder something you know something your kids have done that whether you know if they a bit of back chat or whatever yeah. you want to call it um, your beliefs and biases can then become self-fulfilling yes. and so the basic protection strategy is minimize the amount of negative things yeah. you're getting in a day because then you know we were talking about this kind of drip 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 and eventually mm. it will it will overflow so what you have to do is for example if you're dealing with a lot of negative stuff don't look at the news yeah don't find really find all the negative things and try and reduce the number that yeah. you're exposed to and the other the flip side on that is if you can focus on acts of warmth and kindness yeah. and think okay 
they've done this. It's really annoying me. Mm. Have they done anything good? Yeah. You can even, because it can nudge your brain chemistry yes. away from stress and yes. towards a state of calm. And in studies focusing on acts of kindness and social social support, even those we see performed by strangers in a photograph yeah. wow. <laughs> can deactivate that. So, yeah. you know, just watching a film yeah. of people being kind or even just yeah. looking at a photograph. Feel of, good. And yeah, f- from a brain perspective, that is, is really important. I think that's really great advice because we already, and we've talked about this before, we have a negative bias. It's because the survival mechanism. So we pick up on the negative stuff and we're doing that in our own heads mm. on the little mm-hmm. comments that we've chuntering on we're not even aware of let alone the news um so we we have enough negative stuff going around of our own making um and we're biased so a learning through mindful awareness that our thoughts are not facts <laughs> most of them we're mm. making up so learning that practice of questioning your thoughts is this true to just make it up it's probably a negative bias because that's how we're wired um, and then, as you say, trying to rebalance it and, and we can use nice thoughts or gratitude is a, is a really the quickest way to feeling yes, good is yes. gratitude because we're releasing chemicals that are ones the same that are found in antidepressants Again, by just finding things thankful. that you can be thankful for. Yeah, yes. just for like a couple of minutes. And remember, every time you do things like this, what you're doing is modeling this for your teenagers. Yes. It's actually really yeah. useful for them too. Yeah. Um, budgeting. The time that you're spending yes. to get things done. This is we all do this. Yeah. We all do this. We all think we have more time than we mm. have, and research shows that people habitually underestimate yeah. how much time they have. Hand up in the air for that. Yeah, <laughs> hand up in the air. And also, just remember that teens and kids take longer. I do. So you know, we think, oh, I I need to leave at this time to get. And then yeah. we've all had that. You know, when we had young kids, do yeah. you remember? Yeah, you turn yeah. up to someone's lunch an hour late, so saying, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> It's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be getting yeah, yeah. these children out of the door totally. because, but it's still teens are yeah, not really no. as on on it no. as we would hope. No, and and linking that for the the idea of timing and time that that we integrate our self care practices, yes. whatever you want to call them, stick into, it in the diary into our busy lives. Well, I also think that you know sometimes self care and it can be amazing is 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 understood as going to a spa if you're lucky enough to be able to do that, or you know taking a chunk of time where you can go and do something with your girlfriends or something, which is amazing and wonderful and complete advocate for that. It's really important. However, that become, it becomes then black and white. So often we, we do that and we're really chilled and it was wonderful. And then we chuck ourselves back into the frantic chaos again and then we replenish and then it becomes that kind of black and white world. So I always teach, you know, integrating these little tiny things into our already busy day. So I always tell people to, or suggest that they um, use waiting times to practice mindfulness. Mm -hmm. And it Mm -hmm. sounds really complicated and abstract, but what it means is every time you have to wait, so that could be in Sainsbury's or at the traffic lights or waiting for your teenager to be ready to leave. (laughs) I'm going Mm -hmm. back to that. Anything, it could be waiting for the kettle to boil. You ground yourself. So mindfulness doesn't need to be weird and woo-woo. It literally means feeling your feet on the ground and being aware of your breath for maybe a minute, two minutes. Mm. Um, and if you do that every time you have to wait, the waiting time's the same. Mm. Um, you're not adding anything more to your day, but you're 
suddenly implementing maybe stressing four or five time. times a day and keeping within that window of tolerance much yes. better. It's yes, I love it because you're not really packaging nice. it up and saying, I'll wait until then no. to feel better. No. I, you can actually integrate yeah. it into all. And it yes. does help. And you're again showing your teenager that actually you can you, you can be regulated yeah. and not get stressed in the queue in the Sainsbury's. Yeah, that's perfect. And, and when bad things happen, reappraising the situation can be incredibly powerful. So in one study, researchers asked college students to spend 15 minutes writing about the most stressful event currently affecting their lives. Um, then half of those students were told to explore just how it made them feel. Mm. And then half of them were asked to also look at the learning opportunities mm. that they got from that experience. And we can do this with our teens as well. So we can do it with ourselves when something awful has happened rather than think, oh, that was just, I can't believe I was that stupid or I can't believe, you know, because yeah. we have that negative self-talk. Yeah. We can actually switch this. Yeah. And what you do is called cognitive reappraisal. And what you do is you say, okay, I felt this, but I got this from it. It's an important learning experience. And now if something similar happens, I'll have a better idea of how yeah, to cope with it next that's time. Brilliant. And it's, sometimes it takes a little while to get to the learning, <laughs> doesn't it? Because we so need to get over gross. whatever it was. Yes, absolutely. One um, thing I think is important, and it can be a tricky one, um, is that self-care isn't the same as numbing out. Yes, um, true. So sometimes, you know, we we're really really stressed and then we numb out because it's all a bit overwhelming and that's you know we maybe go for a drink or or just numb out in front of Netflix for ages and I'm not saying you should never do that because that actually sometimes is what you need so again it's going back to what do I need um, but self-care could be doing something creative or or going for a walk or, or just doing those things but it's being present with with whatever's going on rather than escaping from your life, if that mm. makes any sense. Mm. I think sometimes we just kind of go, oh, it's too much. And then we, we're trying to just escape from feeling anything. And again, that can be sometimes really lovely and helpful. And I absolutely do that sometimes too. But if that's always your go-to, that's not the best. And when you do feel good, don't sabotage it. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't suddenly think I don't deserve to feel good. How no. can I make myself feel bad? No. Yeah, Enjoy it and say I earned thing, it, isn't it? It's like a yes. She's you always if it, everything's going well, you're looking for what's going to happen. It's going to yeah. Spoil it. So, what do you think? Are you feeling less stressed now? Why not help other parents? Tell your friends. Tell the school. Set up a support group for other parents of teenagers, uh, where you can listen to and discuss our episodes, share books you've read. Don't forget to, to subscribe to our podcast because that helps people to find it, and it would be a massive bonus if you left us a review you can also sign up to receive all the latest at our own website which is www.teenagersuntangled.com uh, there's a blog reviews links to every episode and easy ways to contact us both um, that's it for now goodbye bye bye for now <laughs>